0: They're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive.
1: Hello and welcome to Retirement Income Solutions. I'm Ron Stutz with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. This is the show for you. If you have questions about how to retire with confidence and with the kind of plan that gets you to and all the way through retirement. Bill and Daniel are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. They have offices in Macon and in Dublin. If you'd like to speak with us about your own financial situation, call anytime at 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. On today's show, we'll be answering your questions about finances and retirement planning. You can always submit your questions online at completetheplan.com. Your questions and some great conversations are on deck. It's time now for Retirement Income Solutions. You know, Bill, a lot of things have been in the news lately, and it's really kind of hard to get caught up, actually. But a new study is out showing that 37% of U.S. households are free and clear, meaning they no longer have a mortgage to pay. Is that figure higher or lower than you would have thought?
2: That's much higher than I would have ever anticipated. Uh, I do. We do find, though, that a lot of folks that we work with that are getting close to retirement actually do have their homes paid off or will before they retire, but the number seems kind of high to me. But uh, you know, that's great news. It's yeah. always good. It's always good to enter retirement, especially with no mortgage. Yeah, it's. I'm amazed at that number. I did. I didn't think it would be nearly that high. But
1: good. No. F- good for all those folks. That's keep really, it up. Yeah, keep it up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, there are a lot of myths in this business. A lot of people believe things that simply are true. And let's talk about financial myth busting. There's an almost endless list of retirement planning myths that need to be busted. So I want you to go ahead and debunk these statements, Bill, Daniel. The more a financial plan weighs, the more valuable it is. What does that mean, and why is it wrong?
3: Well, you know, I think I think what you're getting at here is that sometimes people have overly complicated plans. I remember seeing some people bring in notebooks of financial plans, and they had not the slightest clue as to what was in it, what it meant. I think sometimes there's this myth that the more complicated your plan is, the better off you're going to be. But I think it's the opposite. Uh, you want a simple, easy to understand plan, so whenever something happens, you know. Right off the bat what the what the solution will be. So we don't we don't really like making complicated financial plans. We do believe you need a, a written plan, you need to know where you're gonna take your income from and what to do under certain circumstances. Really the point of having a financial plan is when some kind of life event happens that's an emotional event, like maybe the market drops significantly. If you have a plan you'll know what you should do under that circumstance. Certainly you want to have money that's invested for growth in the market so you're not You're not thinking about uh, selling in the downturn. You have other monies outside of the market that you use for income and other types of things you may need. But the simpler, the better. Don't
2: you think, Bill? Absolutely. You know, nobody wants to have something that's so complicated they themselves don't understand it. So simplicity is, is best in retirement.
1: Well, you know, I, I know that you two talk to a lot of really interesting people, and uh, people run the gamut depending on, you know, how much money they have, how well they prepared, and everything else. But uh, there's a certain person who might walk into your office one day and say, my life is simple, so a will is all I need to have my affairs in order. That's simply not true, is
2: it? That's certainly not true because there's much more to consider. A, a will basically dictates what your are uh, what your wishes are as far as how your assets should be divided at, at at your at your death, it has nothing to do with other instructions that may be necessary, such as what are your funeral plans. You know, you know, do you leave that up to the kids to decide, or have you got those um, things all in order, uh, prepaid, or whatever you do? And not only that, uh, how about bills that may not be paid? Uh, well, how about logons and? Uh, online access to different accounts and passwords and things of that nature. So it's more complicated than having a simple will. You A will, simple will is fine, but what other directives do you have in place so that your heirs can understand uh, how to settle up your affairs so that they can do it smoothly and without complications? So it's more to it than just a will. Well, if you leave it up to your heirs to decide, not only
1: will they sometimes make decisions that you would not have made, but also you're going to complicate their lives and really cause them a lot of stress and hard work.
2: That also opens the door for family disputes and things of that nature. So it's not – the best thing to do is to clearly define how you want things to happen and give them the tools
3: that they they can actually properly execute your – your wishes, yeah. You'd like to think that when someone has a parent pass away and they have siblings, that everything uh, will will go smoothly. But unfortunately, without instructions, there's always the very possibility that somebody's going to disagree and there's going to create a dispute. and That's the last thing your parents would probably want. So you probably, sh- I advise that all of my clients have very uh, specific plans when it comes to assets and uh, all the other details that we just mentioned.
1: Well, as we all know, people get greedy when it comes to money sometimes, too, and that can cause some potential problems as well. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with uh, Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner of uh, Security First Asset Management, and we're talking about financial myth-busting. Another myth that needs busting is, my spouse will be fine when I'm gone. He or she will only need half as much income anyway. Well, we know that's not true.
3: Yeah, this is a very sad myth, unfortunately, and uh, it's one of these things we call a financial blind spot. When you have the death of a spouse, especially the early death of a spouse, it can really uh, leave the other spouse in complete disarray, especially if the, the the spouse wasn't the person managing the household income or the bills. But uh, in general, when one spouse passes away, you're going to need at least 75% of household income. Um, And that's simply because bills aren't cut in half, but income many times is cut in half. So you have to plan ahead and have adequate savings plans, Uh, sometimes life insurance proceeds to make up the income loss. One thing that we do to help people maintain a a bigger portion of their income is uh, help them optimize their Social Security, Uh, making sure the higher income earner in the family gets at least to their full retirement age, maybe beyond that, is very important for that surviving spouse because you only get to keep the higher of the two Social Security benefit records. The The lower one goes away effectively, and, and you only get to keep the higher of the two. So if, if both spouses took it at 62, then you're going to have less income than you would have had when that first spouse passes away because you can get a significant increase by waiting till your full retirement age and maximize that. Another big challenge is where the uh, surviving spouse is concerned is is making sure they know how to pay the bills and and what the bills are and what the financial accounts are. I've seen it before where uh, a husband wouldn't bring their spouse, their wife, to the financial advisor meetings, and then she has no idea what they own, things of that nature. You really need to avoid that because it's the last thing that you want your spouse to have to deal with. And that's why it's so important, as a general rule, to talk to both uh,
1: people in the relationship and make sure everybody's yes. on the same page. I, I know you guys will love to do that. Yeah. Now, yeah. here's another myth that might need busting. When I retire, I need to dramatically shift from stocks to bonds in my portfolio.
2: Where in the world did that come from? I think it comes from the fact that people think they need to have less risk, and, and that's true for some folks, but it's not necessarily true for everyone because every situation is different. There's no two situations that are the same. It also depends on what kind of incomes you have coming in. If you have sufficient income from pensions and Social Security, maybe your your, your investments become something, uh, uh, maybe a, a, something you want to gift on to your family or you need to grow them. Uh, faster than you would in fixed income and not necessarily uh, would you just put everything in, in fixed income and you still might want some stock for funds for uh, inflation and to augment your, your pensions over time because most pensions don't stay up with inflation anyway. So every situation is a little different. Some folks don't want to take risk, uh, that much risk, and we don't advocate that you take 100% risk in retirement anyway by having all your money in the stock market. But there are other alternatives there. You know, alternatives like annuities that can create some levels of uh, protection and and growth, and and can also become income. So every situation is different. So just to say, when I retire, I'm going to throw everything in bonds is not necessarily the the best uh, outcome for everybody. So that's why it's important that we have an individual plan based on our needs, uh, and uh, not only that, but our goals and whether our goals are to gift and. And Akema assets to pass on or whether they're there for safety and protection in case we need uh, care, long-term care, extended care, whatever else. It's a different approach, so it may be a combination of a lot of things, certainly not just one uh, cookie-cutter-type thing. I'm going to be all in the market all out. Do you have a question like what we've cuttered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you wanna ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security, at what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk, how much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication in your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you.
1: Retirement planning doesn't have to be complicated. Clear up the confusion by calling our team right now, 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. You'll get that complimentary financial review that will make sure you can hit a home run in retirement, 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Call now and let us know that you'd like to take advantage of the complimentary review call 800-987-1443 that's
4: 800-987-1443 planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery so why is it so easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch at security first asset management bill danner and daniel nee smith take pride in looking after their clients best interests they strive to educate you about the financial world and want to build a plan to help you thrive for the rest of your life. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Get a second opinion of your current financial plan with the Retirement Income Solution from the Security First team. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800 987 1443
0: In all honesty, planning for retirement shouldn't be that hard. We listen to each other, we make a plan, and you thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive.
1: This is Retirement Income Solutions, starring Daniel Neesmith and Bill Danner at Security First Asset Management, wherever you are in middle Georgia. We're glad you decided to listen today to these local wealth advisors who have a wealth of experience in dealing with all kinds of situations when it comes to uh, retirement and planning for it financially. You can find them online at completetheplan.com. That is completetheplan.com. They are also retirement income certified professionals and national. Social Security Advisors and can do a lot for you. You can find them on Facebook by searching Retirement Income Solutions. The number to call is 1-800-987-1443. That's 1-800-987-1443. It is time as we begin this conversation to start with the fun fact of the week. And Daniel, what do you have for us?
3: Well, you know, technology is always fascinating to me. I read this earlier today that Thanks to 3D printing, NASA can basically email tools to astronauts. Mm -hmm. How about that? They have a 3D printer (laughs) on the space station, and uh, if they need something, they can email them the printable instructions for a new tool or gadget, and they can print it right off, a wrench, or whatever it may be. can just print it off. Isn't that fascinating?
2: Wow. (laughs) Wow. That's what I say. Wow. You don't even need to take it with
3: you. Just Just email them the instructions. They print it off. (laughs) mm <laughs> Uh,
1: <laughs> technology is something else, isn't it?
3: Say, say, hey, I just lost a tool. What do we do?
2: Well, let's just call down the mission control. We'll have them set the instructions up. We'll print a new one. Too bad printing money doesn't work. But,
3: that is, mm, <laughs> that's next. That is a, yeah. amazing. You, know,
1: you never know. I mean, you know, they're coming up with new stuff every single day. Well, let's talk about asking better questions. And I know the most important thing, when, when you, you guys sit down and you get to know somebody, you ask them a lot of questions. They ask you questions, of course but a lot of people have questions about their retirement plans but they might ask you but we find that they could often be asking much better questions Uh, number one a question you should ask is how much money do i need to have saved in order to retire
2: well uh we phrase that question completely different i say how much income will i need yeah that makes sense and and then i look for the sources uh where are the sources of the savings, the pensions, the Social Security? Where is the, where is the income going to be derived from? What is it going to be derived from? So it's a better question to ask, how much income will I need? Mm-hmm.
3: And then look for the sources to provide the income. Yeah, a lot of times people get caught up on And I think it's because of commercials on TV. What's the magic number you need to retire? But really, it, it's about income. Assets are less important. Income is more important in retirement. And... uh we have to change that thinking. Ninety percent of people don't have an income plan. Wow. That's that's amazing. And uh, it's all about the income. And, and they, it's not about it's not anything else. It's all about the income. And
1: they really need to come in and talk to you about that because, you know, it's not, it's not painful. Come on in. Get a, a, a real good conversation going. It's very informative. It's painless. And it won't cost you anything either. So come on in and have that conversation. Here's another question that people should ask. <laughs> Should I get long-term care insurance or just
3: roll the dice? I would not roll the dice. Uh, it, you know the odds are not good. Se- there's the odds are seven out of ten people will need long-term care, and uh, unfortunately, only five percent of Americans have it. And so that that means they're one hundred percent liable for all those bills. Uh, Medicaid will not pick up the bill unless you've spent all your assets down. That's what the state of Georgia's uh, uses to to pay those bills when they're left unpaid. But we think you must have some type of way to pay for long-term care, and it shouldn't come from an IRA, if at all possible, because of the taxes that will be owed. Fortunately, there have been some very good laws that have changed. Uh, In 2012, due to a Pension Protection Act that was passed, you can now use different types of products that can insure you against long-term care costs, be it nursing home care, at-home care, assisted living, and whatever monies you don't spend from that will still go to you in a death benefit. If you don't spend any of it, you basically get the money back that you paid into it. So some very exciting new things have changed because so few people have prepared for it. Congress has made concessions to help motivate people to To help take care of those long-term care expenses.
2: So you know, probably a better question would be, uh, what are the options? What am I doing? What are my plans to to protect me from the something that I don't want to happen?
3: Yeah, much much better question than should you roll the dice? Yep. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, Security First Asset Management, and here's another question that folks should ask, how can I get the highest
2: possible return on my money? Oh, good. Well, let's do that one. Um, what could, My rephrase that question, what could be my potential loss if I'm seeking for the highest return on my money? Yeah. Um, well, what, what do you need to return? Do you know what kind of return you need to have on your money to have a successful retirement plan? That would be a better question. How much do I need? What kind of return? How much of a return do I need? That would dictate the risk I need to take.
3: Yeah, you know, it's something called a personal benchmark. If someone needs to make 5 or 6% return to make sure they don't run out of money and have sufficient income in retirement, and they're taking 15 or they're trying to make a 15-12% return per year, that means they're taking excess risk. To to get to the goal that they want. And most of our clients are more conservative than that. They want to know how much risk they need to take to get to where they want to go. Otherwise, you're just you're just going to be worrying about taking excess risk. So you need to take the appropriate amount to hit your goals. Let's pretend for a moment that I'm Joe Blow, and I come into your office, and I sit down
1: for a conversation, and I say, where can I pay the lowest fees for financial advice? What would you tell me?
3: Well, I would say where where would you get the best advice for the fees that you're paying in other words fees are only a problem with the absence of value vanguard did a study a few years ago that people that work with financial advisors are significantly better off over their lifetime because there's more to it than just the management fee uh, a lot of times tax savings uh, play into the picture and an increased savings rate when you work with an advisor because we help remind clients to fund their accounts and work through and have a budget for them but having a fee just having a fee and not having any service for it then that's inexcusable but there's a lot of different things that get added together that more than justify the fee we're always upfront with our fees as we're fiduciaries to our clients so that we think that a fee is only a problem when there's not value added
1: all right. Well, one more question here that uh, most, uh, a lot of people may come in and, and ask you is, what can I do to pay less in taxes
2: this year? I, I know that's you, you spend a lot of time discussing that, don't you? In most times, in most of the cases, uh, most everybody that's put money away for retirement has done so in some type of tax qualified account. So that question that you, what can I do to pay less in taxes this year, people are putting money in a pre-taxed account to help save taxes tonight, right now. And what they're creating is, is, is a tax problem for them in retirement. Um, we're not saying you shouldn't do that. Well, what we're saying is you should understand the tax consequences of the future. So the question might be asked, how can I save on tax in future years, maybe even for the rest of my life, instead of focusing on taxes right now? Because if, if, if you put a great sums of money away in tax-deferred accounts, you are going to pay more in taxes long-term than you would have had you not done so today. So we have kind of kind of, blindsided or short-sighted, whatever it might be, to the fact that I can save tax dollars today. when in reality, when we sit down and start planning for our retirement, we need to find ways to pay less taxes because, believe it or not, paying less taxes gives us more money. And I've never seen a case where mon- more money was not better than Paying more taxes. Absolutely.
3: Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do we'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review, and we'll offer this review for free. If you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Healthcare. care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you.
1: Do you still have a lot of question marks revolving around your retirement plan? That's not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Call 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs and wants and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call and that number is 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't panic. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave us a quick message and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. thats is
0: 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know Dublin is known to have the tallest building in central Georgia? The Ficklin & Company building measure right at 211 feet. We know planning for a retirement can be a tall order, but we have you covered. This is Retirement Income Solutions.
1: We have a question today in the mail back from Tony in Macon. And Tony says, I'm hesitant to pay off my house because I don't have many other tax deductions at this point, but I have $100,000 in the bank and only owe $45,000 on the house. So it's really tempting to just pay it all off.
2: What are your thoughts on that? Well, Tony, uh, I think your thinking is uh, probably appropriate. Probably with the $45,000 balance, you're not paying hardly any uh, interest anymore anyway. So, And not only that, with the new uh, combined, uh, if you're married, uh, bottom line uh, deductions uh, probably eliminate a lot of uh, separate filings anyway for itemization. So where are you in your retirement? Uh, how close are you to retirement? Uh, what are your other assets? Uh, what kind of impact would taking $45,000 come out of your $100,000 in cash affect your overall retirement plan? Those are questions we'd probably be asking you if we were sitting down with you, because and if you're going to retire in a year or two, and this represents a big chunk of your money, then you know that might be a question we'd want to address even more deeply to see how that affects you uh, based off of uh, future needs. So. I don't know that we could answer that question by saying, hey, go out and pay off the house. That's a great thing. How does that look in the overall comprehensive retirement plan? And that's what we do. We help people understand how that would impact that and if it is a good thing now or a better thing later. So we'd, uh, we'd recommend that you give us a call and let's uh, sit down and let's look at your individual situation to see how... That would impact you and whether it's in your best interest to do so right now. Today, we have a good question from David at Dublin.
1: David says, I'm positive that I have more than enough money saved to last the rest of my life. There's just no way I could spend it all, not bragging, but I just find myself in a very blessed position. Is there any advice that you would give to somebody like me,
3: or can I just coast my way through life, financially speaking? Well, David, that, that's a very good question, and congratulations on being successful. You you might have a different type of problem. If, if Depending on what your assets are, taxes really surprise people. We see people sometimes that have almost all of their savings inside of tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401Ks, and they get to age 70 and a half and are just absolutely shocked at the amount of taxes that they owe on those mandatory distributions that you have to take. Um, so – Tax planning, we find, for people that are successful like yourself, is a very overlooked problem. We, we think that everyone needs to think through the tax situation and have what's called a sequence of spending. Secondarily, if you're going to uh, transition assets to heirs or a charity, you want that to be the most tax-efficient as possible as well. And handing over IRAs to loved ones, sometimes, uh, unfortunately, taxes just eat them up. And so we think you need to think about how to, how to plan for that as well. What are you going to do when it comes time to transition assets to your to your family? So those are a couple of different items we think that you need to consider is how are we going to manage those types of withdrawals for our uh, required minimum distributions and also the taxes for your heirs. Seventy percent of people that inherit. IRAs, and maybe your money's not in IRAs, but if it is, 70% of people that inherit them have liquidated those within 18 months, and that means they pay a very high tax rate on that. So it's not always uh, as much money as people think when they start looking at how much the taxes are owed on these assets. So that's just one avenue to look at, but we can certainly put together a financial plan for you. You may can afford to take more risk and invest more aggressively since you don't need to spend all your money. And that could help grow it as well. This is Retirement
1: Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management. And we have great questions that have come in from our listeners, including one from Kate and Warner Robbins. And the question is, my son is 27 years old, just hasn't been able to land a legitimate job since he finished college four years ago. We've been supporting him by helping with his car insurance, his cell phone, his health insurance, and a few other things as well. I won't be able to continue this once I retire in a couple of years. How do I cut him off without screwing up his whole life?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, Kate, Kate, I I, I sympathize with you because uh, I've I've lived that personally, and I've seen it in the lives of our clients as well. You know, sometimes... uh, that's the toughest thing you'll probably ever do as a parent is say, hey, look, um, I've got to take care of my future. Uh, it's time for you to start working on yours more seriously. Uh, I, I don't have a, an answer for you to, to tell you to go cut him loose. I'm not going to say that. Uh, what I will say, though, Kate, is uh, make sure that you understand what your total financial situation is. Uh, you made a comment that you wouldn't be able to do so in a couple of years when you retire. Well, you can have more clarity with that by understanding exactly what your cash uh, needs are going to be and what your assets are and what your incomes are going to be to be able to support that. And once you get that in place, I think you might be able to have a legitimate conversation with your son and he can see really, you know, this would impact you adversarily and you, that you need to be about uh, planning for your future more so, uh, speaking to the son. And so but, uh, we don't want anybody to uh, to shipwreck their own retirement into, uh by having to give the children, but that's something that I'm, I'm, a lot of folks go through. They're going to go through it, it's whether it happens now and the child has a, a conflict in the future that they have to come back home or they have to have financial assistance. That's that's probably going to be a part of most everybody's life that has children at some point in time, and understanding clearly the the range that you have financially, where you know you have your your must haves and the things you want to have and how you fund those things, uh, knowing where the surpluses are, any savings or whatever that might be able to be appropriated for some type of emergency like that would be important. So absence of a clear uh, retirement income plan will create doubts and and not enable you to be able to do something that you might want to do to support a child. But on the other hand, I think uh, by clearly defining What that looks like for yourself and for your husband will help you be able to have a conversation with your son and and help him know that, you know, maybe he needs to work two jobs, not one, whatever the case may be, until he can get himself on his feet. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication in your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now we've got a spot reserved
1: for you. Here's your number to call, 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Bill and Daniel will set aside time on the calendar to meet with you to provide you with a complimentary financial review of your specific situation. This is such a valuable opportunity to help you plan for your financial future. Just call 800-987-1443 right now. That's 800-987-1443. If you get a voicemail, don't worry, just leave us a quick message and we'll be sure to get back in touch with you to secure your free review. So call right now, 800-987-1443. One more time, that is 800-987-1443.
5: Getting the right retirement plan is important. Make sure that the person designing your plan abides by the three C's. Your plan should be comprehensive and that it leaves no stone unturned. Every angle of the retirement world should be considered, from estate planning to tax planning and risk versus safety. All of it is important to consider. Your plan should also be customized. Cookie cutter plans are a no-no. Your plan should be unique to your situation and any true financial analysis will reflect that. Finally, an advisor should put a plan together for you that is complimentary, at no cost or obligation to you. It should be a fact-finding mission, not a sales pitch out of the gate. So remember the three C's, comprehensive, customized, and complimentary. If you're struggling to find that kind of plan, call Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith with the Security First Asset Management Team here in Middle Georgia. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443.
0: Visit our website for details on the services we provide, education videos, our Great Learning Center, and to find out about upcoming events. It's all on completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com.
1: Ready to get some more of your questions answered today? Let's bring in the show's producer, Mark Haywood, to see what kinds of requests are
6: coming in on the mailbag today. We've got a question that comes in to us from Teresa in Dublin. Teresa says, What's your opinion of flipping houses as an investment strategy? Yes, Teresa, I know we've seen a lot of that lately on HGTV, if you're into that like I am.
2: Yeah, Teresa, everybody that. Uh that watches things like that think they can make that happen in their own life and some of them can some of them can't Uh, market conditions are different for real estate all over the country so don't know much about what the market conditions are for flipping houses here in middle georgia but it's a business so you're going to tie up cash and uh, and hopefully uh, you'll be able to tie that cash up and wait till you can flip it and uh, get the money back but uh, it's not a bad investment strategy It, it might not work uh in this area as well as it would be somewhere else. And certainly it would uh, be uh, most important for you to consider your other investment monies and how you're investing them and and what kind of risk you're taking with them and how, how this particular strategy would fit into your overall investment strategy before you would throw a, a majority of your eggs in one basket. I'm not saying that's what you intend to do, but you certainly want to make sure you're not overextending yourself uh with your cash and your investments and, and in regards to the risk you may be taking. Certainly could be a good investment, but there's a lot of variables you need to consider, not just to drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak, from the TV shows, because they make it look simple, don't they? They don't, they don't tell us any of the bad stories, though, Daniel. You never hear any the bad stories.
3: No, they, they keep that off the air.
2: They keep yeah. that off the air. They always tell you the success stories. They don't tell you the grind, the, the one that's sitting over there that's eating eating them up like an alligator because they, they can't get the cash out of it. So it would be something you would, I would think you would have to know the market really well, understand exactly what the real estate market is for the price point that you're trying to invest in and
3: and how much you can really realize realistically On a quick sell. Yeah, a lot of it seems to be timing too, you know. If you wait till the tail end of a big run up in the real estate market, you might be hung out dry holding properties that may not move whenever the economy takes a turn if we move into a recession. So you have to be real smart about that as well. Not only that, the tax
2: implications, that's another thing that they don't tell you about on T V is if you hold a piece of real estate for short term and flip it less than a year then it's all your gains are taxes ordinary income. You don't know, have no long term capital gains. So there's a lot to think about. The taxes will eat into your profit. So, you know, if you, you want further advice about it, give us a call and let us help you understand how it might fit into your overall investment strategy and we'd be happy to help you with that
6: teresa thanks for writing in happy house flipping if you decide to go that route and of course if you have more specific questions like bill said don't hesitate to give the guys a call reach out and get some more specific advice there is a lot that goes into the real estate game complicated game to play but it can pay off there's just a lot that goes into it so make sure you are ready for it you are listening to retirement income solutions listen plan and thrive with bill danner and daniel neesmith your local wealth advisors with security first asset management serving you in middle georgia you can find them online at completetheplan.com that's completetheplan.com And we're taking your questions. Always love to hear from you. You can submit a question there online, by the way. This question comes to us from Billy. Billy is in Macon. And Billy says, I have a variable annuity that seems to have a nice income guarantee associated with it. But I've heard several people say that variable annuities are usually a bad
3: deal. What am I missing? Billy, you have a very common question. This is a very interesting topic that people run into. You know, When you own a variable annuity, you have to understand how the mechanics of it work. In general, there are fees associated with variable annuities. Depending on what all the options you have on yours are, we have to take a look and see if you have a guaranteed death benefit that you're paying for as well, uh, your income guarantee. It, it can be very good depending on when you bought it. I have some clients that purchased variable annuities back in the early 2000s and the late 90s, and they have a very good income guarantee with theirs that can't be duplicated if you were to buy one today. So your fees that are you're paying in it probably are high, but you want to take a look and see what your income payout rate would be. They sometimes are a bad deal, but it just depends on the purpose for it. You know, when you purchased it, what are all the fees associated with it. There's sub-account fees for the funds that are inside of the variable annuity. Your income needs another important thing. Sometimes people will buy a variable annuity. And they'll have a big income guarantee, but not the need to have the income, because it's not the same as your principal. This income account value is kind of like a phantom account. These things can be very complicated. Some of the terminology aren't what you may be familiar with. So we need to really take a look at it and understand the mechanics of the particular one you have. They come in many different flavors and varieties. So... If you need income in retirement and it looks like you have a good income guarantee, it can be a, a good way to give you guaranteed income for the rest of your life. And that's the best thing about any type of income guaranteed product is that you can't outlive the income stream. They will pay you an income forever once you turn on that income benefit rider. So appreciate the question, Billy. And that's a difficult topic sometimes to understand how all of that works. We're happy to sit down with you and walk you through it.
6: Yes, we always have a lot of questions surrounding annuities. Glad to be able to dive into some of the details there. And Billy, like Daniel said, don't hesitate to reach out to the team and ask a lot of nitty-gritty follow-up detailed questions and get an answer on that that hopefully will really help to answer your question in the first place. All right, we've got a question that comes to us from Charles. Charles is in Kathleen. And Charles says, I've been very blessed, and I probably have more money and investments than I'll need during my life. Should I start giving money away to my kids and grandkids now so that they don't have to worry as much about estate taxes and probate costs? I know that's another popular type of question that we get here on the show.
2: Yeah, Charles, uh, congratulations on your success and um, being able to save and put money away for your retirement. That's always, I'm sure, covering, and then also a very secure when you know and have that type of uh, planning already in place. Uh, You didn't indicate exactly, you know, what your sources of income are and what your needs might be. You just indicated somewhat in your question that you thought you'd had enough to take care of the rest of your life, and that's good. Uh, I think before you would start doing uh, any type of uh, gifting to your children uh, and grandchildren that you probably ought to have if you don't already have so an income plan in place that actually will help you understand exactly what your income needs going to be over your lifetime, so that you don't start giving away monies prematurely, it may well be that that you've got that all set up already and you're ready to start giving money away. There's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people enjoy seeing their family utilize the resources that they're able to give to them in their lifetime instead of gifting it at their very at their death and they never know what happens with the money. So there's ways to do that you have to you have to follow the uh, the gifting tax laws uh, the amounts that can be given away on an annual basis that does reduce your overall state uh, exemptions but uh, it's not complicated it's uh, pretty well written in law to understand exactly what you, what you can do that, to eliminate any gift taxes for yourself and any taxes at all for your heirs we're not talking about uh, obviously ira accounts that you cannot gift or give away in your lifetime if you're talking about other monies that are retail-type accounts and non-qualified accounts, then you can. If you wanted to set up the accounts for your grandkids for education, there's ways to gift into that, uh, and things like a 529 plan or a Cobradale IRA for education. Uh, there's UGMA accounts that can be set up that you could gift money into that you uh, become the the children or the the recipients at age 21 in the state of Georgia at uh, age of maturity. So there's some uh, strategies you can utilize to give the money away, and you can control some of it by how you do some planning, or you can set up trust and do it. So there's a lot of things you can do to help facilitate the transfer of your assets. But first and foremost, I think it would be important for you to realize that you've set aside enough monies for your lifetime and your lifetime needs, and I do not omit to think about uh, what you might have to plan for if you need uh, extended care, if you ended up where you need uh, any type of uh, nursing home care or home health care because of an illness or a chronic disease that that you might incur uh, later in life. So make sure you have all your bases covered first and uh, that you have a a clear view and understanding of what your assets are and what they look like over time before you start gifting a lot of it away. And then if you've got that in place and then put in place structures and plans to, to be able to gift and give to your your family and create a legacy for them.
6: Thanks, Charles, for writing in. I know that's cool to be in a position where you have that option to leave a legacy to your kids and grandkids. Good luck as you sort through some of the details there. Karen has our next question on the show today. Karen is in Dublin and Karen says, what's your opinion of all the robo advisor stuff I've been hearing about? Is this something worth looking into?
2: Well, Karen, thanks for writing in. Uh, obviously, when you when you start talking about a robo-advisor to a, a full-fledged live advisor, you might get some biased opinion here, but uh, but we do thank you for coming in. I, I try to think myself, why does robo-advisors even exist? And I think I've come to conclusions that people are looking for less cost, not necessarily for more service so the biggest difference between most robo-advisor platforms that we're familiar with is is the cost factor and uh, i have yet to find a computer that could actually talk to me about my needs specifically so there is a place for robo-advisors but generally i think it may be for a younger generation or somebody that really doesn't have the time or inclination to be able to really research and uh, and sort out the type of investments they might be involved in I think that most people, as they get closer to retirement, will need a face-to-face live person to talk to that can help them define their their goals and aspirations and review their financial situation and give them advice on how to properly invest their money so that it's aligned with their goals and their needs. There is a place for Advisor. I, I believe that. But I I believe a lot of people are there simply because of the cost and not necessarily of the value that's been brought to them.
3: Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this review for free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implications of your savings. Health care. Do you have plans to pay for health care or long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you want to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of dreams. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you.
6: Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, Don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. We really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement
1: Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have retirement questions, we're happy to answer them. And we're standing by after the show and throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. We're always online at completetheplan.com. Thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show.
4: Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.